Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network, that podcast that exists every now and then and does movies and TV shows and other things. And one TV show that we used to do back in 2019, back last decade, was lost. And guess what? We're doing it again! Yay! The biggest gap ever. (laughs) Boo! The biggest gap ever for all the lost podcasts out there. Some do an episode every week. Some release it all at once. We're the unusual one. We take about 15, 16, 18, 20 months. I don't even know how long it is until we've released this episode compared to when we released the last one. We're like a record. We are. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, finally, you've been waiting for the first episode of season five, and here we are. There was a writer's <laughs> strike. That's why we took some time off. We thought we would... It's because uh, we left. It is. It's because we left. And now we have to go back, and here we are. <laughs> we are back for Lost season five, episode one, because you left. This first aired on the 21st of January, 2009, it oh was wow! Almost written, yeah, a decade, right? More than a decade. We're old. Um, written by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse, directed by Stephen Williams, and I'm excited to be back. I'm also excited to hear my other person's voice, even though you've heard it, but uh, properly. Uh, my name is Ben, and if you can't make a record, 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 and my name is Norrin. Give me your shirt. <laughs> Oh, right now? Okay. I, I can get shirtless. We're on camera. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, now we apparently do this thing on Zoom. <laughs> I know. Zoom's a thing. Don't What's give me changed, Colin? Uh, I've got you, Colin. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Colin's here. Yeah, it's, it's we, we do this thing on Zoom now. I, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm at work. Yeah. Uh, it's Mr. been Noah. the longest week ever. So many things have changed. I know. What what has changed in the world? Is you got it? married? Yeah, somebody finally did that, didn't they? I got divorced. <laughs> you know, he's been married and divorced like four times. You know that whole joke last uh, year about Noah not getting a date? He secretly was getting married. That was no. the thing. What joke? Oh. <laughs> Were you involved in it? Oh, Noah doesn't know the joke, the 2020 joke of Noah. We're on, we do this on one. Zoom now. Yeah, uh, exactly. We have, we have a new president. Yeah, because neither of us are American, but apparently we have a new president <laughs> and we care about that. Is, it, is there a new uh, president of Korea, Noah? Oh, I'm sure to be soon. Yeah. Um, oh, do you have an election? Yeah. Is it exciting? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think when we started, he, he was barely in, so it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, fuck Donald Trump. 
I just want to point yeah. out that like, there was like a that delay or an edit. A bad time to cut it out. And all, all I heard was, I think he was in about that time maybe. Uh, fuck Donald Trump. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I stand by it. That's <laughs> perfect way to start this episode, basically. Uh, fuck Donald Trump. Um, hello to all our Donald Trump supporters. <laughs> Listening to this, uh, yeah. I'm sure they've Fuck been you. sitting around waiting for Lost to come back on the Oz Network. Which um, which Lost uh, cast members would be Donald Trump supporters? Uh, Sawyer. Um, oh, Sawyer would be absolutely. Um, Widmore probably, maybe. Probably. Let's face it, probably Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd I'd say um, Claire. I'm the only Australian Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> Claire Claire is definitely a follower of. Ethan, Ethan would be a Trump supporter. <laughs> well, he's he's uh, cousin, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, uh, that's a good question. Uh, coming soon, the bonus episode of the Oz Network. We discuss which characters are lost. Were Trump supporters? Um, and and Locke, Locke would definitely be a Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> Locke is Joe Biden, isn't he? Like, <laughs> Basically, put a wig on Gummy him. Gummy Joe, Gummy <laughs> Joe. He could play Joe Biden in a bio. Come on. <laughs> Gummy Joe Biden. Gummy Joe. <laughs> Don't tell me that I can't play Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't legislate. <laughs> oh, Sorry, goodness. we're done with the politics. All right, we're yes. happy. Donald, Donald Trump's gone. Fuck Donald yep. Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Back. Fuck coronavirus. Now we can redo Lost Podcast. <laughs> yes. Starting in episode one, we decided to reboot the Oz Network. It's pilot. Um, <laughs> where are we? Um... <laughs> But we are finally at season five, the season that all Lost fans know as the fifth one. Um, it's 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 been a while. Jokes aside, uh, I legitimately watched this episode, and I was telling you off air. I'm going like, okay, what happened here, and has this part happened yet, and has this part happened yet? Uh, I don't think I've actually watched this show since we last recapped it. We interviewed Kevin Teague in between the last time we did this and that. So Locke's dad great, definitely great interview. Really was definitely a Trump supporter. I love. Um, oh and, yeah. And we've sadly lost a lost actress. Um, yeah. Which, which we shouldn't joke about, but uh, Mia Furlan is really? sadly no longer I with us. I was trying to think that that was really sad, but I think that's the first kind of major lost death, unless I'm really glaring over. Well, I mean, at the time of recording this, we'll say that's happening, but based on our track record, by the time this is released, <laughs> we've probably lost Matthew Fox, but we don't know. Well, we don't still don't know where Matthew Fox is, so he could be dead. He could be dead. Matthew Fox could actually it's be been, dead. It's been, what, a year and a half since we last recorded, and still no one knows where Matthew Fox it's, is. It's really sad. You talk about all the things that have happened in the world. I mean, Dominic Monaghan was in a Star Wars movie, um, <laughs> I think. I think he might have been in it. I don't know. I didn't see him very much. Um <laughs> We've had other actors in other things from Lost because generally that's what actors do. They act. And yet we still haven't seen Matthew Fox. <laughs> yeah. If you had to go, let's go back to our last episode, Noah, and say, okay, crazy prediction. All right. One of two things is going to happen. The world will shut down because of a mysterious virus and we will all be wearing masks and living this weird lockdown. You can't go to bars. You can't watch live sport. You can't see concerts. Or Matthew Fox will make a return to acting. <laughs> what would you believe? <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to think Matthew Fox is involved in all this somehow. Matthew Fox is coronavirus, uh, yeah. basically. 
Um, but this is a decent episode. Um, I mean, a lot is happening. This this is really lost, getting a bit lost in a lot of people's eyes. Um, yeah. From this point on, but. I, I mean, again, as I've always said, this is definitely a show that if you watch very close together and you're paying attention, like everything kind of works out in the end. Um, so, but I, I definitely, is, is this the season that you feel everybody finally was just like, okay, I'm done. I can't be bothered with this show anymore. Time travel. Like even in this episode, you've kind of got the own characters going like time travel. Really? Uh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this as a premiere, this one is interesting because it's it has to be the most understated premiere. Like we remember pilot and we remember going down to the hatch and being in the cages and uh, the chopper and the freighter arriving. But this is the one that I feel kind of gets thrown under the rug a bit. But it's it's a really solid episode. Like it, it moves quickly and there's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, season five is interesting because I was a bit like that. Like I'm obviously a huge Lost fan, but this was where I started to kind of, I watched it every week. I was still obsessed, but this is where I'm like, really, they had to do time travel? Come on. <laughs> uh, so I feel like, especially in Australia, at least uh, at this point, people had completely dropped off. Um, but season five has a huge cult following. Really? Uh, and and I really think when we watch through it, we will see why. Because I would maybe place a bet now this might be the only season that doesn't get a bin episode. Mm. And if it does, it might be just one or two uh, compared to season three, where I think in the middle it was bang, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Uh, so, yeah, at the time, I'll admit I hated the time travel. I really didn't like that they were going that angle. But I think when you look at season five as a one complete package from start to finish, you'll see actually it's maybe one of the best crafted seasons from the pacing and how everything in this first episode kind of comes full circle in the end. So I think a lot of people's opinions on season five have turned around. And even though I'm still not huge on the time travel stuff, my opinion on season five definitely has turned around on subsequent rewatch. I think this is when you watch Chronologically Lost, it kind of, this is where it's a really fun mm. when they kind of put this all together and it's sort of, you know, there, there are real little moments where, like, as you said, things sort of pay off. Like even in this first episode, you're going to have different, what, like angles of episodes in future episodes. And it's kind of, it's, it's really clever the way they do it. And like, that's where Chronological Lost really works well, I think with a lot of these episodes. So um yeah it's interesting because I, I i can't remember the last time i watched um uh, this that wasn't chronological loss i don't think it was that long beforehand it's been so long since i've watched this show clearly um but <laughs> yeah it's it, it yeah, is, yeah. Like, i don't remember if i disliked the time travel I, I i can never remember you know sitting on my chair going time travel <laughs> um but yeah i i i just I'm, i guess i'm indifferent on it like i think kind of by this point i've you know accepted that this show goes a little bit supernatural mythical sort of yeah. stuff like that um science fictiony uh so whereas i think a lot of people complain don't they of like oh i thought this show was about them crashing an island and now they're time traveling they move the island this is so dumb um well i i guess when you once it's when you're watching it you don't know where it's going to go but once it's complete 
you can accept some of the thing and that's for all shows really yeah um yeah and once you kind of accept some of these stuff happening you can start looking at other things like the pacing or the story or the script or or whatever and uh i think that's what helps season five much more on a rewatch yeah no absolutely can I, can I just say uh I don't think I've watched this show since we last recorded either. And, really? Noah, what's wrong and, with you? Just what a joy. Yeah. The moment I turned it on, I'm like, <laughs> this show is, I really like this show. You just I, discovered I was, I was you like this show. <laughs> ben, I like Lost. It's a good show. Like, as soon as I turned it on, it just, I was straight back in into mm. it and it's great. It's, it is <laughs> fascinating when you do that with a show though, because... Yeah, like I think a lot of people maybe through lockdown have watched a lot of shows that they haven't in a while and it kind of comes back to you. Lockdown. Lockdown. <laughs> hey. <laughs> like, that actually, sometimes they said lockdown, I would think about lock. I just think about lock dancing. Like, lock, get down. Don't tell me where I can't go. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people kind of, you know, re-watching all these different shows and that sort of stuff. And we've, I mean, we even had like to show, I guess, Locke's, uh, Locke's God, Lost's legacy, but Locke's legacy as well. Um, we even had an honest trailer in our time off oh, yeah. uh, of Lost, which uh, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of honest trailers. I watch them every week, so when they drop that one, I'm like, oh, finally, um, you know. So clearly, Lost has got a bit of a legacy where even the shows, you know, more than ten years removed from our TV screens, they're still going to do it. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it is kind of like you watch it after a while, and you're like, yeah, okay, I, I'm into this show again, and I'm just into Matthew Fox again. I'm just glad to see him on my screen again. What a man! Well, don't get too used to it. Yeah. It's almost over and then that's it for Matthew Fox. Bye, Matthew Fox. Uh, our goal still is to get Matthew Fox on this podcast before we... That's that's why, let's let's be honest, that's why we took so long away because we were finding him. That's what we were trying okay. to do. Yeah. And, and we will yeah. only talk about Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. <laughs> get him on the show. That's how I got Kevin Bacon. I got to interview him. I had to talk to him about his band. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and I'll oh, just sneakily put in a movie question while I've got you on the line, Kevin. Um, but this, obviously, if it's been a while since you've listened to our Lost Recaps, we generally sort of lump in together the flashbacks and then what's happening on the island and everything else. Um, this is where it gets a bit tricky, isn't it? <laughs> because we have on the island in the past and then yeah, not in the past the and show. then the future and then off the island <laughs> and flashbacks and flash forwards and yeah so how do we, how do we do this now noah <laughs> i forget well this is another thing that i had i struggled with for season 5 when i was first watching it is because i love what i love about lost is the formula i love mm-hmm. we have main story b story flashback or main story b story flash forward and sometimes it does something a little different and this is where I kind of I feel felt a bit alienated from this season because suddenly it was like, oh, we don't really have a character focus. It's just sort of here and then it's there. Uh, but I think for, and it's going to get even weirder than this coming up, but I think for these first six, seven episodes, it's probably best to focus uh, talking about everything on the island and then everything off the island. Okay. But, yeah, it's sort of flash island flash 
off island for the first part of this season. And I guess we do on island like in episode order, not like chronological like 1970s <laughs> followed by 1990s. Followed Don't by... you dare do it chronologically. Oh, one thing I like when I, we get to season six, um, uh, like I, we're jumping ahead of ourselves, but like it just made me think of like chronological loss when it comes to all the flash sideways. Like that's great to watch all of that together. Like I think that works really, really well. And like, and why I, don't you just go and watch chronologically? Maybe I will. I'm gonna go join chronological <laughs> lost Oz basically. Um, but yeah, just made me think of that. All right, let's. Well, I'm gonna start on the island, and we've got a as we do for every season. We've got someone waking up. There's a song. Um, you know, it's kind of what's happening. Where are we? You know, I think we've they kind love of, their fake outs to start these seasons, but we've kind of lost that a little bit. No pun intended, haven't we? I think kind of now it's sort of just a okay. I guess the only difference here with this one, it's like yeah. time travel. Ha <laughs> ha! Who would have thunk it, right? So <laughs> we get to meet uh, our beloved Dharma Initiative man, the the star of Dharma TV. Uh, basically, have we learnt his real? Have we learnt that this is Doctor Chang? Have we learnt his real name yet? I don't think we have yet, have we? No, I think this season is when we get that. And, and sure. what's his name here at the moment? Doctor Marvin Can- something or other, isn't it? Candle. Doctor Marvin Candle. This is yeah. at the moment. Although so, in this, this is bad. But don't they mention his name? Maybe when he goes down into the shaft. Possibly. We pay attention to this uh, show that we haven't covered in 18 or so months. This is um, bad. I do like that he gets like w- woken up like, and his wife is like, okay, honey, it's your turn. And again, this is another sort of going back to your point about when you know what happens with any show again. But like when you see him with this baby and you know who this baby mm. is, kind of cool. My um, baby. Oh, I've missed talking about Emily DeRaven. Oh. She's not going to be in this season once. Oh, We're good. No. <laughs> Stop they the literally podcast. ditched her for a whole season. I forgot that she just goes missing. She's gone. <laughs> my, my character. My character's dead. <laughs> my scripts. <laughs> You do, you need to we we I think might be this year reliving Santa's sleigh. So you need to join us on Santa's oh. sleigh. Oh, <laughs> you were part wait. of the reason why we covered that movie the other year, Noah. Uh, <laughs> it's such a great movie. She's so much better in that than she's in Lost. Um, isn't Boone in this season at least once? No, no this is the one season without. Boone. Oh, I'm definitely done then. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why we were gone for so yeah. long. <laughs> we were trying to prepare for a Booneless season. Uh, yeah. I thought he was in this season. I thought there was like with the, the flash sideway time travel thing when doesn't Locke see the plane crashing and Boone's dying? No. I don't think so. Uh, or, well, or, or if or if he is, it's stock footage. Yeah. I just literally just like picture Boone in every scene. Um <laughs> So um yes, the baby, I wonder who this baby is. Uh also puts on a record because of course you're gonna put it on a record when you feed the baby at like five in the morning. Um, we don't know who this is yet. We don't see the face. Then we see him arrive at a script and he's like, no, 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 no. I don't need a script. Uh, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's a very, he's into it right now. Like Dr. Chang loves his, his ad lib. His videos. <laughs> I love it the way he's just like, he's like, no, 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 no. Don't need a script. Just his jacket. Just there. Hello, welcome to Station C. Uh, this, this is, is the his station. audition, but isn't Saturday Night Live starting around this period? Yeah, probably. Yep, exactly. This is his audition. I don't need a script. Yeah, I don't need a script. Uh, he gets interrupted because there's a problem at the orchid. 
uh, and that we basically get a, um, a bunch of workers who are like, oh, we drilled in and this happened and they show a sonar image and we see the wheel. Um, and then do- cool. it is kind of cool. I liked how he's, he's basically like, you know, no matter what you do, don't even drill one more centimeter into that wall because <laughs> this will happen and blah, blah, blah. Basically he says it time travel is what they are trying to uh, work out. And throughout all this, Faraday bumps into <laughs> Dr. Chang and then this worker who just basically was told about time travel, Faraday nowhere near him, uh, but basically this worker guy is just like, can you believe that? Time travel? Ha, ha, ha. And now, I have an absolute irrational hate for this worker. Really? I don't know why, but whenever I see him... Oh, poor guy. Does he have a name? Oh, of course he does. Let's find it. Uh, he's going to have theories. Um, Foreman. Is he oh, Tony? Tony. Tony. <laughs> Here he is. I hate Tony, and I don't know why, but I just can't stand him. Port- is this the only time we see Tony? Yeah, thank oh, God. Okay, well, he was credited as Foreman. Oh, no, his... two episodes. Oh, wow, good for him. Um, his name was never mentioned. However, his name tag showed his name was Tony. Um, okay, does he have theories? It's been a while since I've seen the theories page. Um, what happened to the theories page? Are they did gone? They, did they delete the theories? Did theory? they delete the theories page? No! <laughs> no! Oh, we can't keep doing this. This show is built on those theories. No, no, no Boone, no Claire, no theories. Um, he was played by Michael Dempsey. Is that like Patrick Dempsey's fatter, uglier, older brother or something like that? Like, was he meant to be Mr. Dreamy? His casting call. He cares deeply for his crew. Yeah. Oh, nice, Tony. <laughs> Tony's a lovable man. All right, Michael, this is the, the main thing of your character, right? You don't believe in time travel, but you care about your crew. All right, get into character. <laughs> Good on you, Tony. Yeah. Boo, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> now, this, this Faraday coming up, it, it's it's... It is a great opener of like, oh my God, what is happening? But I guess it kind of, what makes it not hold up as much is we know in this first episode, there's time jump. Mm. So we know at some point, oh, well, he lands in the set. It's not as if like there's this mystery and then, oh, we've got to wait six episodes. And then, oh, now I remember. It's like immediately we know this time. So we know, well, he's going to end up there. It's not like, oh, my God, we can't make theories of, oh, my God, Faraday actually is from the 70s and he doesn't age. He's like Richard Alper. But it's immediately dismissed almost. But so it is cool and it's epic. But, but, but yeah. isn't – I always kind of read this as a, like, you're not – well, maybe I just, I'm reading this because I know what happened, right? But, um, like, this is obviously in the 70s because of the baby and all that sort of stuff. But like, I always kind of read it as like, here is um, Faraday has has time travelled and he's just like, oh yeah, like time travel, and he's like, oh, I can't tell them my secret because I'm a time traveller. Like I I don't know. I, no, I but guess. that's what I mean. It's like, oh yeah, time travel. <laughs> but then immediately in like next scene, oh yeah, we're travelling through time. It's yeah. Kind of like oh, <laughs> well. It is Would cool, you... but it's not really much of a mystery now. Refresh my memory because like. Which I swear around about this point because there was there was that period where they knew how many more seasons were left of Lost. Was it the end of season three or season four? Was they like, okay, there's only going to be two more season seasons? Three. Like, was it th- end of season three? Okay, so was this 
written out? Like, was this kind of always, did the writers pan this this story out from that point on? Did they know that the final three seasons were going to cover this? Or was this still a season-by-season thing where we're going to come up with these ideas as we go along? I think from what I know, they had loose beats and uh, maybe some of the character stuff and some of the individual stuff changed or the actual episodes, but they had the main beats of, okay, season four is going to be about this. And they've always been on record of saying they wanted to explore Dharma Mm -hmm. and they wanted to explore Russo and... uh, I'm not in love with how they do it, but I think they knew that they were going to bring in time travel and actually have the characters experience uh, Dharma from from that point, pretty much. The thing, and we'll get to this with the time travel aspect, is that any piece of fiction that goes into time travel will have their own explanation of it, right? Like it's, you know, the Back to the Future model, the Avengers model, like, you know, it's something that everyone's going to have. I kind of like this when we get to it when faraday kind of explains it he's just basically like i couldn't even explain this to a quantum physicist but let's just say that <laughs> you can't change anything you can't do this you can't do that and then we, we i don't know how deep into this season it is when you have the great hurley conversation with what's his face and it's kind of like you know like oh if i go back and kill myself and do this but that bit wouldn't have happened and they kind of explain it like that's one of those clips that they always get shown um yeah. like it's kind whatever of whatever happened happened yeah like it's just it's kind of an interesting concept and kind of i I've never really noticed it before. They they kind of like just poke fun of it, like as if to say, like, ah, oh, you're not meant to understand it. Just just go along. It's like the Austin Powers <laughs> moment when like Austin Powers is about to go back in time and he's like, but if I do this and I do that, oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. And then Basil Exhibition just stares <laughs> in the camera and he's just like, just enjoy it. You two at home. And they just like wink at the camera as if to say, like, fuck you, this makes no sense. Just just enjoy time travel. I, I kind of well, like then- the way they do that with this. There is a humorous moment in the commentary for this episode uh, where I think it's part joke and part real. Lindelof and Hughes say, well, the reason we had Josh Holloway completely shirtless for the entire episode is because if you're lost with all this time travel stuff, you could just stare at Josh Holloway's text. <laughs> I feel like they're partly joking, but also he is shirtless for the entire episode. Let's be honest, we're all I, looking, I, you know. I, I, I'm fine with... Shirtless Josh, Josh Holloway's pecs. <laughs> I'm fine with it kind of being like, just go along with the ride and the time travel is messy. So it's, I'm okay with it. I can see why people wouldn't be, but he is right. Like imagine trying to explain it to a physicist, let alone a redneck. It's, it, it, it just comes down to the type, like some people take it so seriously, right? And like, you know, of course you can sit down and do, oh, well, this wouldn't happen and this wouldn't happen, of course. Like, I mean, that's our job here. That's why people listen to us because we're experts at this sort of stuff. But it's, I mean, it just depends. Like, when you take it way too seriously, that's when it probably has more problems, right? Whereas, like, this is kind of, it's taken more seriously than a back to the future, but at the same time, it's still at a point where, I don't know, like, going back to my point, like, I don't know if I really cared about time travel. So, like, I wasn't going, oh, no, this is bullshit. They didn't go back there and they did this and they did that. So, yeah. But at the same time, they do it really well of feeding the time travel into the major themes of Lost. Mm, mm-hmm. And we see that in the finale where it so much of Lost is about testing your faith or man of science, man of faith. And and we see this when it all kind of comes to a head in the finale of with Jack and uh, whatever happened, happened bullshit. I'm going to try and change this. And... So even though a lot of it maybe doesn't make sense or it can be confusing, they actually really do use the time travel to fit with basically the 
manifesto of what lost is and we get some great stuff later with the time travel i think yeah i agree and i also really like how and again let's bring up chronological lost again but like they use the time travel to i guess retcon some things from the earlier seasons or even just tie into things from the earlier seasons which kind of just play off and I mean, all jokes aside about chronological loss, when you are watching it chronologically, it just makes so much sense. And all of a sudden you're like, hey, that was from season one, but now we're in season five. And like just little moments that they can do that. Like even like this episode when the plane flies over and you've got like, you know, the the statue of Mary fall out. Like, I mean, things like that are like obvious in your face. But there, I mean, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but there are definitely moments I remember watching that where it's like, hey, like that's really clever the way they can tie that in between seasons and fix it up or kind of explain it a bit more. The compass. Comp- yeah, exactly, exactly. Which we'll get to in, I think, two episodes. And Jack's tattoos. Oh, wait, that was another episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Time travels. Mind. Where's my tattoo? Yeah, exactly. My baby! Um, <laughs> so where are we on the island at this point? Uh, we are up to Ben turning the wheel uh, and locks in the rain uh, and Sawyer and the gang are on the beach and we've got Faraday on the boat. And is this the first time we see What's-His-Face on the boat? Froger. Yeah, like, because we've never yeah, seen he, him. He wasn't on the boat before. Yeah. Um, I'll, t- I'll take it. And he's, he's, he's semi-famous, that guy. Like, he's been in lots of things, right? I think he's one of those ones that's in shows but never starring in anything. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got that face. Um Rose and Bernard. Is this the first time we've seen Rose and Bernard? Like, were they missing all last season, or which season were they missing? Because I feel like we haven't seen them in a while either. They were in season four, but it's always good to have a Rose and Bernard sighting. There they are. <laughs> Just the, the way I love it though is like Bernard comes running out. Rose, Rose, you're so worried, you're so worried. Then Rose just pops out of the water, like out of the boat. <laughs> Bernard, I'm here. <laughs> Can I just say Bernard runs like an absolute wimp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh, let's be honest. Definitely not Rose Rambo. is the tough one in that relationship. Like, if they were a gay couple, Rose is the man, Bernard's a woman. Come she on. wears the pants. She, she does. She definitely does. Um, but the camp is gone. So, duh, 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 plot twist. What's happening? Um, Josh Holloway still shirtless. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Why don't they make Juliet shirtless? This is discrimination, all right? Like, come on. Um, I forgot about... I forgot about bloody Charlotte. She's still alive. Um, oh, God. Yeah, she's really annoying in this episode. Far- Faraday rocks up. And I forgot that Faraday and um, Sawyer haven't met. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I love their dynamic in this episode. <laughs> what does he call him? Like at one point, I can't remember the nickname he uses for him in this episode. Sawyer is so good in this episode. Um, he carries this episode, I think. Yeah, I agree. Because he's like, he's funny, he's tough, he's emotional, everything. Shirtless. Shirtless. <laughs> I, want, I want shirtless Faraday. Come on. <laughs> well, well, when he said, give me your shirt, I'm thinking, Ooh. are we getting shirtless Faraday? And then like Josh Holloway wearing this tiny like shirt with buttons like <laughs> popping off. With a tie. um so faraday's kind of like hinting at like oh i can't tell you but i know what's happening and like is there a man-made structure nearby sexist could have been built by a woman um and juliet's like yes the there's a dharma station i love that it's now 15 minutes away (laughs) (laughs) i love ever 15 minutes away they don't have a watch like, how do they know the time? Like, do they get to like, 14 one, minutes ago? Well, it's nearly here. 
When they first found it, they were out trekking for Claire for like four hours. <laughs> it was nighttime. And like, what if someone's walking slow? We just said Bernard walks funny. Like, I mean, that adds some time to it. Like, what speed is it 15 minutes away? Uh, what if it's raining? What if uh, there's been a rock fall or something? Google Maps. Google Maps. Um, so they go searching and this is where um, Sawyer's like, give me your shirt. He slaps him. Um, <laughs> Charlotte comes to the rescue. Don't Boy, slap <laughs> She's a pain in the butt. She really is. Um, oh, God. Um, so he's basically, this is where we learn about time travel. You know, I can't explain this even to a physicist, but basically we're traveling through time. And what's the reaction that um, Sawyer has? That, that To me, that's the, the reaction of the audience. He's just like, Time travel or something like really or the way he says it. I don't know. Do you remember that? Yeah, he's so funny in this episode. I also realize uh, I'm just reading here on Lostpedia. So they're basically like, oh, we're all your crew together. And they're basically like, is everyone accounted for? Oh, everyone, but except for Locke. And it's written here on Lostpedia. Claire is missing as well, though no one mentions her. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. (laughs) Poor poor Claire. (laughs) My baby. <laughs> <laughs> Claire's gone. <laughs> Just and, into the forest. The thing is, there's like there's at least like thirty of them. And yeah. What about all the other people not accounted for? Because well, what are we what up to Steve? now with the survivors? Or was that Scott? Yeah, like didn't we we lost like at like ten or fifteen, haven't we already? So like we we are well, down to about thirty. He, Faraday did ship a few of them off to the freighter. How did that work? <laughs> Yeah, that's one way of culling a few of the random extras. Get on the freighter! Boom. <laughs> only Jin only can swim. Do we ever actually find out how Jin survives? I was thinking about this. Oh, spoiler alert, Jin survives. Sorry. Good good swimming. Yeah, good swimming. Those Koreans, you know it, right? Mm-hmm. You, you've got a really strong team for the Olympics coming up. Jim was their coach. Um, and then I, I don't know why I find this scene so funny. Like, Locke's just... Climbing a hill, Locke just being old gummy Joe, gets to the top of, like, the Jurassic Park hill with Gallimimuses. He just sees his plane. He's like, oh, what's that? And like, narrowly misses his head. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that funny? He, he wasn't bald before this. <laughs> of all the places for Locke to be on the island, he nearly gets run over by a plane. And, like, the plane that later kills Boo. <laughs> He could have stopped it right there. Put your arm up, Locke. Like, lose your arm. Yeah, I mean, the time travel stuff is okay, but it is a bit silly that every time they time travel, it's like to some significant moment that happened. Why do they never time travel to the future? Yeah. Why do they never time travel and there's like Jack dying on the thing with Vincent and... Where, where there's like aliens landing on the island. Yeah, like Hurley being God. Like, why, why is it always the past that they travel to? Hurley's on this chair, like in a robe. Like, oh, like, why isn't Trump president or something like that? Like, showing us the world. Coronavirus. Where's the flash for to everyone on the island oh, wearing masks? Take me back to 2004. Oh. Simpler time. I'd love to, like, I I really hope there is footage of this scene of Terry O'Quinn acting, basically. All right, Terry, (laughs) look up. Okay, now pretend there's a plane. And duck. Oh, good night. Do it again. I didn't believe a plane nearly decapitated you. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, I don't like. I don't know about you. Like sometimes I like to watch TV shows and movies and like imagine what it would be like on set watching the. Like you kind of can take yourself <laughs> into that scene and see what that'd be like. And this is just one of those odd ones where you like legitimately you've got a director yelling at him, going like, "All right, ready, <laughs> set, duck. and duck." Uh, and he doesn't like Terry O'Quinn, the man of anything. Such a great actor. Like he kind of doesn't, doesn't really react, but he reacts in a way that you believe a plane is flying over his head. If if I was just saw the plane that killed my my boon, I think I'd be going <laughs> straight boon. for the heroin. Yeah. If I'm traveling through time, just fuck this. Give me the heroin. I also want to point out in the time that we've been off air, Terry O'Quinn is now on network television, uh, doing FBI oh. Most Wanted or something like that. Um, the only reason I want to watch that show is because Julian McMahon is one of the main guys in it, but apparently. He's in FBI Most Wanted with Amy Carlson, who uh, is one of the main stars of Third Watch. So, uh, you know, but like, come on, Terry, you're so much better than FBI Most Wanted. We've we've been off for so long and still Michael Emerson is oh. not in movies and still Terry O'Quinn is on network TV. Like, FBI Most Wanted, just stop it. Like, just <laughs> do something better. You're so much Both better. Both these guys like, aren't getting any younger. Get... Put them in a Bond film before it's too late. Oh, wait. We can't do it. <laughs> Make them Bond. I mean, they could have been James <laughs> Bond, basically. Um, I think I saw Michael Emerson tweeting that he was in some new show coming up. It didn't look very good. Surprise, surprise. Um, no, and uh, Henry Ian Cusick as well. He's been doing some absolute trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Dominic Monaghan's doing some trash called Star Wars. Um, <laughs> yeah, God. even though uh, Terry O'Quinn may have been in FBI's Most Wanted, at least he didn't do Star Wars Rise The of Rise Sky. of Skywalker. Didn't they release a comic of his character, basically, because he was in Rise of Skywalker for, like, one scene? Didn't he have, like, one line in Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> it's a trap. Can we just can we just again point out we were so excited like oh what's he going to be in Star Wars like this guy Lord of the Rings massive star lost the world was at his feet he got like the most bit part in a Star Wars movie <laughs> come on poor Even Miles had more to do in Star Wars and you thought that Australian serial killer show that he did was bad like I mean <laughs> that was like Oscar winning stuff compared to Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Come on. Even the, the freaking pilot of Oceanic 815 had more to do in Star Wars than <laughs> Charlie did. Oh, God, these actors just need to get better shows. Um, oh, we were yeah. watching something the other day, and there was, like, oh, Mallory was watching something. I think she was watching an old episode of House, um, because why not? And this this woman was I, in I the... I think sep- you mean Grand Designs, don't you? Yeah, Grand... <laughs> exactly. Um... And she was watching it and, like, this actress is on the screen. And I'm like, who is that? Who is that? I know who that is. And I couldn't. I finally looked her up. It was Cynthia Watros. And I'm like, oh, what am I like? Why do I not know who she is? She, Cynthia Watros gets found. Have you watched it yet? Did you watch it in the last 18 months? Watch it. It's weirdly I've been hilarious. In, I've been in lockdown and I've still not watched Cynthia Watros gets lost. It's seriously, like... I, it is the surprise that you will be surprised about. Like it is and weirdly. The only weird. one, the only one who has been in movies is Evangeline Lilly, and she's probably not going to be in movies anymore because she's like an anti-masker or anti-vaxxer or She'll something. She'll be dead soon. I mean, she's died in between recording this. Yeah. And that. So, so the only one that had any career is no longer going to have a career. Well, I swear, Jorge yeah, Garcia Daniel was Day in Kim's something, wasn't it. he? Wasn't Jorge Garcia recently in something fairly? And he's lost a lot of weight, hasn't he? 
Daniel Day Kim has been doing good. He's um well but one he got random... coronavirus. He does or he doesn't? He did. Oh no! Don't tell me that. I'm sad now. <laughs> and uh, Evangeline Lilly made some like anti-lockdown sort of post, and then uh, Maggie Grace actually commented on it, saying, "Evangeline, have you tried calling Daniel lately? He's feeling very <laughs> sick." <laughs> like, ooh, lost drama. There's our lost reunion. We were film this like season seven, the reality show. <laughs> Wow, I didn't see that. As if Maggie Grace has anything to say. You were in it for like five minutes. <laughs> she doesn't even realise she you was even in know Lost. who Daniel is. Yeah. I actually, that, that random show, watched a few episodes of The Good Doctor. Ooh. Um, and every time it pops up on that, Daniel Day Kim, executive producer. Is that, is that a Korean yeah, show originally, The Good Doctor? I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I see his name. I like his side. Good on you, Daniel Day. Yeah, what a man. Okay. Where's Daniel Day Kim shirtless in this episode for an hour? I'm down yeah, for that. We, we were missing Daniel in this episode. Rip, Rip Jin, or is he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Time travel? I think I've already ruined that. But, yes, yeah, so lock the plane over his head, finds a Virgin Mary. Um, he starts injecting heroin. That's the Virgin Mary. <laughs> this show really got off the rail. <laughs> and, a, and a dinosaur emerges oh. from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Out comes Hitler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, time travel. The um, lost cast goes back to kill Hitler. <laughs> well, they say that. Like, can't you go back and kill Hitler? Oh, everything has consequences. Lock old gummy Joe, the tree climber, once again starts climbing this tree because he wants to get to the plane. He gets the echo. shot. Why am I Let's laughing? point out that Echo is in this plane right now. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, wait, no, not, not Echo. Yemi, sorry. Yemi, yeah, Yemi. Part, yeah, Echo. Hello. Uh, <laughs> he's at the plane. Saved Anyone alive out there? Hello. I am Hello. alive. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I wanted to rewatch the Lost Honest trailer because there were some things I forgot. But I like it how they get there and they do like starring and they do all the different things and they go friendly lock. <laughs> Hello, Jack. <laughs> Hello, Jin. Hello, <laughs> like. <laughs> and so they put the compilation of just lock going. Hello. 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 <laughs> did you ever do the thing when Lost comes up the screen and they go Lost? I never did that. No. no. <laughs> Clearly, it was an honest trailer joke that they thought was funny. Um, he Locke gets shot, happens to get shot by Ethan. There he is, Oz Network star. Oh, um, Tom we Cruise's like very own cousin. Um, <laughs> I do like this, though, like the way Locke's basically like, you know, don't, don't shoot me. I know who you are. You're Ethan. Your name is Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know my name? Who are you? What do you who do you work for? Um, I'm and getting sexual chemistry between these two. Yeah, I see it. Yep, absolutely. Um, You're Ethan. Ethan's shirtless, takes off his shirt, you know, there he is. Um, Basically, I love Locke's explanation here. He's got a gun point in his head. Yeah, Ben sent me to be your leader. What? (laughs) Who are you? Does does Ethan know all of the others? Like, what's to say he's not just another other? Yeah, but he's not met Ben. Like, who's Ben? You mean Henry? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the time travel saves Locke from getting shot. Um, we cut back to shirtless <laughs> Sawyer again. Uh, they're in the jungle. They're not, they don't know when they are. Um, and I'm just skipping through the episode here. <laughs> We've got the stuff off the island. Ben's very prepared as per usual. Um, oh, and they've got the massive hole in the ground. So uh, clearly they're after the hatch has been blown up. So 
good news for them. That means the camp's back. So then they're all like, oh, let's go back to the camp. And they're like, oh, but that'll be a waste of time. And because, I mean, would it be a waste of time though? Like if things keep changing, like at least if you're there when it's there, you can like eat something, then boom, it's gone. Okay, we'll be back in like five minutes. Boom. Well, that's kind of like what Sawyer says with the uh, hatch. I'm going down to get some beer. (laughs) (laughs) What does he say? Like, I'm going to use the back door or something like that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, he says beer and something else, doesn't he? Food, beer, supplies or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with him. Yeah. yeah, why not? You know, I like going, I don't say it. I was going to say I like going in the back door, but um, oh, we haven't changed. Married life. I've missed this. Yeah, I can actually see Noah shaking his head now. He's going to, oh, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's best that you never could see me before this. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> Literally, like banging his head on the table, <laughs> reliving double Oz seven moments of doo doo. <laughs> God, don't bring up doo doo, Ben. Um, so is this? And I think this is also a little bit more when um, Sawyer's basically going on about yeah, like I'm going to go and stop the helicopter crash. And is this where Faraday basically? he explains it more thoroughly. So he's like, it's like a piece of string or like a something like that. And you can't, once it's happened, it's happened. Nothing can change it. Um, which yeah. again, it's that kind of element of time travel I was talking about before. Each piece of fiction has a different way of explaining it. And I kind of like this idea of like you it. can't change it, you know, it's... Whatever it, happened, happened. Which is, it is interesting because like we're going to get that later on with um, Ben and, and um, yeah, yeah what's his face? Saeed, thank you. Um, so, you know, things like that, little things like that happen. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, meanwhile, Locke, old gummy Joe still shot, uh, and Richard shows up and th- this is again where, when you know what happens and you kind of, this is a good payoff mm. because Richard's showing up here and knowing everything. You're like, what? Um, <laughs> and he arrives basically saying like, Hey, I'm going to get the bullet out of you. Old gummy Joe. He's a bit of a, what was it, like a sadomasochist or whatever it is, likes pain. Like he basically digs a bullet out of his leg and <laughs> barely flinches. He's just but, like... But ah. can we... We're talking about the time travel rules. So yeah. the camp disappears, the hatch mm-hmm. disappears. Mm-hmm. If if something is on your person, it comes with you? Apparently. A bullet so does. if Sawyer goes down to the... Because the compass and then the bullet is still in his leg. So if Sawyer goes down, grabs a six-pack... <laughs> And then time travels. Does he still have that beer? Like, can they just grab onto Desmond and bring him with them? I maybe. Uh, I mean, because like the Richard, bullet travels through time. That's a good point. He's got an injury, so but and it's, the it's compass also, travels through time. It's also like, does Ethan remember Locke when Ethan sees Locke with the gun? Why doesn't Ethan recognize Locke in the earlier seasons? Yeah, unless he does. Or, or is this one of those things where if you go back and watch it, Locke and Ethan never share a scene together? Um. Yeah, lock. And he, no, they do share a scene. Okay. Oh, it's, do they? I don't know. But I, I thought it's, it's like the Sixth Sense. Spoiler alert: coming up. If you haven't seen the Sixth Sense, but like Bruce Willis is dead. But um, the, when you watch that and you know that he's dead, it actually makes sense because you realize no one interacts with him. So yeah. The other one, which we'll get to, is Russo and Jin. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, but we can we can just settle that by saying Russo is racist. Yeah, <laughs> Rip Russo. Um, oh, it's too too oh. early. Let's be honest. We'll, we'll spoil this. At the time of recording this, she's been dead for like twenty four hours. So yeah. and um, that's why Noah and I got is, back together. <laughs> she, she, she's going to be in this season, but it's 
It's hot Russo, it's not Mira Furlan. So oh, Mira Furlan. Rest was. in peace. But yeah, she is, but uh she's not gonna be in this season, but we will get Russo. Just young Russo. Um yeah, I like young Russo. R- Richard basically says that uh you're gonna see me next time you see me, you have to give me this uh and say this will explain <laughs> something. He won't it's recognize him. And then he says, you have to go back. You have to go back, Locke. You've got to go get the people off the island. And the only way he can come back is that he has to die. This is a good scene. Yeah, I like it. One thing I'll say, I don't don't think you're on Twitter anymore, but I've discovered that there are a lot of Twitter accounts dedicated to lost characters. I follow Daily Richard. And they post a picture <laughs> of Richard Albert every day. And I love it. I love seeing Richard oh, Albert. Maybe I need to get back on Twitter. <laughs> I think I also follow Daily Juliet, uh, which is nice. Um, How about but, Daily Claire? Uh, sadly not. Uh, I haven't come across a Daily Claire yet. No one is... mentions Daily Claire. Yeah. <laughs> but Daily Richard. I think it's like at Daily Richard, maybe. Uh, follow it. Um, so This is a great scene, but yeah. the whole you can have to die... It's a bit messy of how where this kind of fits in the chronology of how Richard would know this, and all, we'll talk more about that maybe in Locke's death episode. But it's it is a bit messy, I think, this plot line. I think it's the one thing I like about it though is because we obviously don't know how Locke dies, right? So kind of you know we've got that bit of a twist going on there with it. You want to find? I remember watching this season. I was like, how does Locke die? How does Locke we know die? he's in the coffin? Yeah, exactly, and it's kind of. It's clever because, you know, that was a big twist at the end of last season. Like, oh, it's Locke. Like, he's going to be dead. And it's, it's kind of always interesting when you, like, we talked a lot about it with Charlie, right, where they kept talking about, like, Charlie, you're going to have to die. But we didn't know he was going to die, right? Whereas this is different because we know mm-hmm. Locke is dead in the future. True. So, like, you kind of want to get to the end of it. It's um, There's this, a lot of shows that do this. Like, what was it? Isn't that 13 Reasons Why show? Doesn't that start off with that we know she's going to die? So, look, this is basically like... (laughs) I've not watched it, but I think, like, that's the premise behind it. I don't know. But um, it's kind of an interesting sort of twist to have and kind of work out what happens to him. So that's what the flashboards do so well. That's why we we do like it. They should get Nesta Carbonell hosting uh, Survivor. (laughs) So we can ask him about his eyeliner? (laughs) God. The probes is getting old. Like, let's get Nesta Carbonell. Well, I mean, probably well, the same age. But... We basically haven't had a season of Survivor since we last talked about <laughs> Lost either. <laughs> Remember how excited we were for Winners at War? That seems like about eight years ago now. <laughs> we haven't had a season since. So, I think didn't Jeff Probes used to jokingly say the last ever season would be Winners at War? Well, you got your wish, buddy. Film it in Hawaii. Get Nesta Carbonell. Good I, I would be down for Nesta Carbonell as a host of... of yeah. well, I've always... Him and Jeff Probst, I've always thought of the same person. So, um, so where are we up to now? Another flash happens and the hatch is back, basically. And this is where Sawyer's like, I'm going to go in the back door. I'm going to go see Desmond. Um, I like this. Is, I actually really like this scene with Sawyer when he's like, you know, basically being grabbed by them and they're just basically yeah. like... Great acting by Josh Oh, Hall. brilliant. Really, really brilliant. And he's like, don't tell me about the things I can't change and kind of like storm off. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> now, now um, this is super, super nitpicking, but Faraday's saying, you can't do that because you were never there. But it's like, if whatever happened, happened, well, what's to say that Desmond didn't open the door? Like, yeah. 
How, exactly. how does Faraday know? Exactly. Well, that's why I should just go, but, but I did. This happened. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... It, but and like and the, other, the other thing is, he's saying, you never met Desmond, but the hatch has been there for 50 years. How does he know it's the time that Desmond's there? Well, that, well doesn't he say that? Doesn't he allude to that? Because he says, like, oh, you don't know what, you don't know that it's Desmond in there. I think he says that there, basically. Like, saying you, that. you never opened that door, but like they lived in the 70s for three years. <laughs> it's like, not that unbelievable. What if, like, a caveman opened the door and was like, ugh, ugh? Because um, <laughs> they were in the Dharma Initiative. But then Desmond. Um, meets Faraday because Faraday goes and opens the door. Yeah, and... <laughs> pop yeah. calling the kettle black. But but is this because this is when he says the rules don't apply to him, doesn't he? Because he's like you're like you're special or something like that. Special. Um, and he's like go to Oxford. Um, CK. Also, have we missed Charlotte's nosebleed? Who gives a fuck? That basically means she's about to die. Um, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, spoiler alert. I don't. She'll be gone kids. soon. Yeah, she'll be gone. Um. But so, but what happens here? I don't know if we kind of can tie this into the end of the episode because it kind of goes. Mm, I feel we need yeah. to talk about this now because it's weird if we bring this up. By the way, back off the island. So basically, a flash happens just as Faraday is like, "Go to Oxford, find my mother. My mother. Her name is Zoom. Wake up, Desmond. <laughs> um, oh, there, there he is with Penny. I love you, Penny. We're married. <laughs> um, they've got a ring on their finger, and basically, he's like. I had a dream I was on the island. She's like, oh, Des, that was three years ago. No, it was a memory. And he basically just like runs up and they're on a boat. They're in like the Mediterranean. Where are they? Are they in like Greece or something? Yeah, it looks like the Mediterranean or something like that. Um, She's like, Des, where are we going? Uh, We're going to Oxford. Now, I've never been to the UK. I know you have. Is Oxford on the water? Can you sail to Oxford? No, I don't think so. All right, well, he's got a bloody magical boat then. <laughs> well, I, I imagine when I saw that they were in like Greece or Croatia or wherever, I was thinking, God, sailing across the English Channel is going to be scary in that boat. Yeah. Well, I, I guess mean, people swim it. People swim True, true. I'm looking here. Oxford is nowhere near the water. It is basically in the centre of the United Kingdom. Um, the nearest body of water is the River Severn. Which is quite a distance away. Um, does that connect to the ocean? Uh, it does. Yes. You, if so, by looking. Here, <laughs> so he's going to have to sail into the river. <laughs> if he's in then Greece, where does okay. He go? <laughs> hypothetically, you're in Greece, so he basically has to go all the way to the bottom of Greece. He's got to go all the way below Italy. Past Italy. Yeah. Between that, sort of go above, like Algeria, between Morocco and Spain, go all the way around Spain and Portugal, go up past France, <laughs> all the way up, and now I'm guessing you'd go to London. Okay, that's doable. He's sure. just sailing down the little canals in Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> Ends up on another island. Shit! <laughs> it's going to take him a while to get to Oxford. He's, he's not in a hurry, you know. He's, he's oh, pretty... let's just fly. Yeah, let's just bugger it, bugger it, Penny. <laughs> I wasn't on the plane crash. I can fly. Um, and then we get the end of the episode. Lost. <laughs> so this I guess is, I would this is a little messy that. as well. But it, I do like this scene. But it is a bit like why is it messy? No, explain your thoughts on it being messy. Well, because it's like whatever happened happened, but like they're kind of implying that this has changed something, and that he's been given this memory. Mm. Uh, and why would it just randomly happen? like six years after it happened. Uh... Why, and why wouldn't he... So, like, yeah, you're right. Like, if this... Ha- what happens, happens. So 
if they're in what like the 90s or the early 2000s before the lot before the plane crashes so why does desmond not remember that if it happened happened and now he just wakes up with a memory like i don't wake up in the middle of the night go fuck remember that time <laughs> noah was at my house and he killed my dad like there, there it is and relish sandwiches. <laughs> Threatened has anyone died in West Moon before? <laughs> yeah, um, so it's like kind of like why is he having the memory right now when all this other stuff is happening to all the other characters off the island? Uh, but I, I still like it, but it is a bit like why didn't he remember it two years ago? Is it there? Is it their explanation? Is this their way of saying because he's special that like because they've changed something in the past, even though he said you couldn't, that now you just. Well, they do get into it a bit more in Desmond's episode, which is, I think, episode three. Uh, So we can talk more about it then. Yeah, and Desmond episode's a good episode. So what's your take on all the islands? Like, it's, it's, I mean, I agree with what you said before about how it's kind of like Sawyer's episode. And I mean, it's, it brings a lot more questions, obviously. We're like, what, what's going on? But um, I mean, an Ethan appearance is always good. I mean, yeah. a reference to Boone, the thing that kills him, basically, flies over the lock. <laughs> Shirtless Sawyer. I mean, what's to complain about? I mean, it's pure exposition, but it does a good job of setting up the season and uh, it, it kind of lays the groundwork, which all good premieres for a show like Lost, which kind of works in chapters, needs to lay the groundwork. Uh, so it does a good job of setting things up and... Uh, there, yeah, we get some new mysteries. Uh, this uh, it moves at a really fast pace. Um, so yeah, it's 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 quite a unique uh, unique sort of premiere for the island stuff. But it's got it's got comedy, it's got drama, it's got mysteries. So yeah, I think all around it's a decent, solid start for the island story. We need like- this kind of episode. I like the one of the flashes when Sawyer's like "son of a" and, and he's like "bitch" <laughs> when it does that. So that's funny. Meanwhile, off the island, Harry depressed Jack is uh, staring at the uh, coven. I, I'm looking here on Lostpedia. Hoff's Drawler Funeral Parlor is the name of where they are. Oh, yeah. um, poor old Jeremy Bentham, <laughs> there he is, dead. Um, and basically, Ben. Can I say Ben in like this? suit thing that he's wearing i like looks good yeah it looks good looks quite good up. very good good on you michael Empson. stop doing shit tv and do better tv <laughs> um and they basically have to take Locke with them they have to go find all the others um and yes you've got to take lock i like what did he say about um hurley He's like, let's start with Hurley. He's in a mental institution. I feel that would be quite easy. <laughs> um, and then basically we get the name of the episode here because Jack's all like, how did this happen? And then Ben's like, it happened because you left, Jack. He, he said it. Yeah, there's the episode. Um, we see Jack having a shave. Good for him. We, I feel We have is- to go wax. <laughs> I feel this is like a, a real life story of when like some agent knocks on uh, Matthew Fox's door. <laughs> He's drunk with a beard. <laughs> this need, is a documentary. We, we, we need you, Matthew. Why do you need me? We're doing a lost reboot. No. We have to do it, ja- uh, Matthew. We've got it's to go back. because you stopped acting. Michael Emerson shows up, gets him to round the gang up. I believe Evangeline Lilly's somewhere without a mask on. She won't come back. <laughs> We're going to need all of them, Matthew. Yeah. Jorge Garcia's <laughs> in a mental institution. 
That should make it easy. I, w- I was on a TV show. Sure TV. you were. Have some pills. <laughs> I played I the fat funny pills. guy. No, you didn't. Have some pills. <laughs> I do like uh, Jack on pill acting. <laughs> Just sort of, uh, He's kind of got like a head wobble. Matthew Fox is uh, It wasn't acting. Yeah, he's got a tickle. I do love the idea of a lost reunion where they get Matthew Fox and he has to go and collect them all like this episode. That, in all seriousness, there is your script for a lost reboot. Like kind of have yeah, it like a meta great. lost reboot where like you follow yeah. Matthew Fox playing himself. Getting that, like all the lost fans would lose their shit. Oh, haha, get it. We've got to go back, Evangeline. We've got to go. If back. they're ever going to do a, a lost anything, I'm on board for that. I don't need yeah. season seven. Just give us some meta, give us all the lost references. Which, yeah, this is great. We're on to something. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, they always do things like that, right? Like kind of something silly. It's actually interesting in this world where, like, the reboot, whether it comes on Netflix or something like that, or they just do like a. We had a lot of Zoom reunions, didn't we, during the lockdown? Lockdown, mm. like he's <laughs> nothing the for lost. Saved by the bell, can't whoop de doo. Um, like, but where is the lost one? Like, we haven't because I think there was a little yeah. bit last year, wasn't there? Because it was the 10th anniversary of the final episode, so I think like a few of the actors maybe got um interviewed, but like, like this week, like Anna Paquin's got a new show, so they're like, oh, will there ever be a true blood reunion? Oh, you never know. So, obviously, there's gonna be one soon. Dexter's coming back, so yippee. Oh, yeah. So, so like, lost again. We talked about this 18 months ago. It was like, why hasn't this come back? Surely, there's gonna be some sort of like reunion, like of some sort. Yeah, give us at least a Zoom read. And Maggie Grace is going to be great in it, just shitting on Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, Maggie Grace and Evangeline Lilly battling it out. Come on. Yeah, that would be great. She's going to be the new Marvel uh, villain, Maggie Grace. She's going to be like <laughs> Ant-Man, Wasp, and Fly. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and the girl that got tooken. Yeah. <laughs> I've been tooken. My dad's Qui-Gon Jin, you know. Shut up. I think uh, Yeonjin Kim... Uh, She's been doing some Korean stuff, I think. I saw some poster or something. She was in some, like, I'm quirky woman who solves crimes or something, and there's, like, 50 episodes in one season. I'd watch that. I'd like to see Yun Jin Kim solve crimes. She's still going strong in Korea. I've watched worse TV shows than that, such as The Good Doctor. Um... (laughs) When are they going to bring back The Good Doctor? Don't. It's not really good. It's so... Like, <laughs> something's happened to network TV now. Like, it used to be cheesy, but now it's just even worse. Like, I don't know what's happening. Who's watching network TV? Oh, clearly Terry O'Quinn. That's why he's on FBI Most Wanted. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, yeah, Jack shaves, uh, and now they're watching TV, and, uh-oh, Hurley's in trouble. He's um, wanted for murder. <laughs> Um, I do, I do like it um, when uh, like they're on the t- on the news and they're like blah 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 wanted for murder. You might remember him from the Oceanic Six. Aren't these like the most six famous people in the world? Like have they been forgotten about in three yeah. years? <laughs> like, come on, um, what's well, that? No, sh- forgotten, for- forgotten me, dude. Certainly you forgot me. What's that stupid plane goes missing? New Lost show that I watch, which is still going. Um, Oh, oh man. Manifest. <laughs> Manifest. That's it. Coming back for a third when, season. When are they going to bring back Manifest? I still watch it, Noah. Help me. Um, 
<laughs> You're the person watching network TV. It's so bad. <laughs> Manifest the good doctor. <laughs> I want to do when we finish. <laughs> You're the only one that's watched Manifest. When we finish Lost, you and I are going to do like we did with Bringing Sexy Back. We're going to do a live commentary of Manifest. (laughs) It's so bad. They're all just wearing masks now. (laughs) Stupid Manifest. Stop watching Manifest, man. The only thing that's on. It really is. Um, Meanwhile, Kate... Uh, he's at home watching choo-choo shows with Aaron. <laughs> this scene is so cringy. I like watching Motherly Kate. What's wrong with Motherly Kate? Hey, uh, Aaron, take off your mask. <laughs> we don't wear them in these houses. These guys that come to the door, they're the ones with the vaccines. Yeah. You're this not coming the, in my house. This is the government coming to evangelize. Again, this is the documentary that's coming to my house. Wear a mask. No, go away. We'll be back with the sheriff. I don't care. <laughs> Karen Austin. Yeah, she's Karen. That's going to be the new theme of this season. Kate is a Karen. <laughs> Poor Karen. Ant-Man and the Karen. Uh, <laughs> quick, as Avengers assemble, wear a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. Shut up, Karen. <laughs> Spider-Man, take off your mask. <laughs> <laughs> that scene now in Avengers Endgame means a whole different thing now. When they all, like, arrive, there's a wasp with no mask on. <laughs> oh, this is the uh, government serving her. Like, yep, we yep. saw you in that Walmart, Miss Austin. <laughs> She's Canadian, so, you know, uh, she's not American. Um, yes, yeah, so lawyers knock on the door. Are, are lawyers like this? Like, we're lawyers. We need a blood sample. This lawyer in the back, the second oh, lawyer, yes. he just looks like a bad guy. <laughs> What's his name? We've got Dan Norton. Where's the other guy? Yeah, what about Dan's partner? Let's see here. Dan he, I want to see the theories on the partner. The theories are gone. like a bag. Where are the theories? I don't get what yeah, happened to the not... theories. Um, yeah, who is Dan's partner? We need to know. Uh, that, Norton appeared looks... with a threatening and silent man behind him. <laughs> no link to threatening and silent man. Oh, oh. Of all the pages, they don't have one for him. Come on, you've got pages for like, what, are the, what was that really funny character from a few seasons ago? We're like, who's Jim or something like that? But like, <laughs> who's threatening and silent man? Aww. Come on. Who would you rather have a Zoom reunion lockdown party with Dan Norton or Tony? Uh, Tony and Threatening and Silent Man would be my two favourite. I can't believe the theory. Who decided to get rid of all the... They've got to have merged them somewhere else. Come on. They put a lot of effort into those theory pages. Maybe they heard our podcast and thought we were mocking. Maybe. Which we won't. Um, so if, even if I go to Charles Widmore's page, someone who would have no a theory. lot of theories, gone. It's gone. What? Oh. Well, our episodes are suddenly going to be 30 minutes long. Oh, they, well, they do have a separate thing. Okay, now hang on. At the very bottom of Widmore's page, you have unanswered questions. For fan theories about these unanswered questions, see Charles Widmore theories. Um, so where is that link gone on their page? <laughs> This is weird. Mm. Oh, you've got... Okay, so you've got a box now. Theories about recurring characters. Theories about the Kahana. 
mystery and mythology theories about the others. <laughs> uh, but we don't want we want theories about the tiniest minuscule characters in the show, like Silent Man. Yeah, like what are we going to know about Silent and Threatening Man if it wasn't for Lostpedia? This is why we come to Lost. Screw you, Lostpedia. You've changed. No one likes change. Uh, so they want a blood sample. They're like, oh, we're here to get a blood sample of your son. And Karen's like, no. And they're like, well, we're going to come back with the sheriff. And she's like, you do that. Closes the door and runs away. Does what she's Kate fine does. with the blood sample. She just doesn't. She just thinks they're going to microchip her while, while she gets the sample. Give her the vaccine, basically. <laughs> they're tricking her. They're going they don't care about the son. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, I love, come on, Goober. We're going on a vacation. <laughs> This also reminds me of the Honest trailer where they're basically like, every episode is the same. Someone goes into the jungle. Something happens in the jungle. Kate cries. Jack gets the gang together and talks to them. Like, it's so true. Like, uh, Sawyer calls someone by a nickname. (laughs) I love, Mummy, where are we going? Vacation. I, I do love when Sawyer's banging on the door to Desmond and he says, let me in, it's the ghost of Future's Park. <laughs> Imagine if Desmond opens the door. Really? <laughs> oh. Well, he does like Charles Dickens, uh, Desmond. True, very true. So he, he's down for that. Um, we get some we get some sun. She's at the airport. She's going to Los Angeles. I love badass sun. So do I. She looks good, too, in that that. She does suit. look good, but can I just say I had a, a mortality crisis because I... Uh, I freeze framed on her passport because <laughs> I wanted to read what some of the Korean was and whatnot and see what the Korean passport looked like, blah, blah, blah. Sun is <laughs> younger than I am here. <laughs> <laughs> what? How old is she? <laughs> It says she's born in 1980. What? And that just gave me a like. <laughs> You're older than Sun. <laughs> yeah, that gave me a. And you think I'm joking? That gave me a like. I've been watching this show as, since I was a kid, and now I'm older <laughs> than freaking Sun. <laughs> but but doesn't that make her like 27 in this scene? Oh, I guess technically, uh, in she... this scene, I'm technically. Well, she looks and older I, than that. I agree with you that. Uh, this is not a criticism. I agree, Yunjin Kim looks amazing in this mm. episode, but she does in generally, in general, look like a person in their thirties, not in yeah. their twenties. Which it's a weird thing, like you know, the stereotype is like Asian people don't age, but they kind of like what get to like their thirties and they don't age. So like, I feel to me, she looks older than twenties. Yeah, which is... means she was twenty four when they crashed on the the island, and she's married and like has she's a married. She's dog. had an affair. Yeah, exactly. Is Yun, how old is Yunjin Kim? Is she actually that? Is that the, her correct age? She has to be older than Let's have a look here. Sure. Yunjin, nineteen seventy-three. Okay, so she—that okay. makes me feel bad. That she makes was me feel 30, thirty-one when it started filming. So yeah, she looks thirty-one when it started. Yeah. Filming. No, Why did they I, make her twenty-four? But nowadays she's forty-seven, and looking at a recent picture, hasn't aged. Looking good. Yeah. So how old's Daniel Day Kim? Old. He's got to be older than that too. He's also he? looking good too. He is was born in 1968. He's 52 now. Wow, Daniel Day Kim, what a beautiful man. Uh, Funny sad. thing about Daniel Daniel Day Kim is uh, obviously uh, I said I hadn't watched Lost, but I have been doing a thing over the past few months where I watch random clips of Jin. Uh, because because I want daily gin. Well, yeah, you have daily Richard. I have daily gin videos. I, I just want to see. Uh, 
I want to hear his Korean and I yeah. want to see how much I can understand and also how he's Korean stuff. And I've noticed it's a thing that Koreans actually comment on Jin videos. Really? Talking about how bad Jin's Korean is. Because obviously Daniel Day Kim doesn't really speak Korean and they all say he speaks like an Ajashi, which is like an old rambling man, basically. Wow. So they think that he's, he sounds like a drunk old guy. <laughs> Well, isn't that? It's, it's it's like a thing on so many videos. I'm Korean and Jin's. I can't even understand what he says. Like, <laughs> I, I went down a rabbit hole of Jin videos. Well, I'm actually. I've just. I I I know he's quite active on Twitter, so I just wanted to see what the last thing. And again, this is going to date when we're recording this. But the last thing that Daniel Day Twim Daniel Day Twim that's uh, his Twitter account. <laughs> Um, actually, that's quite funny. It should be Daniel Day Twim. That, that, you can have that for free. You can tweet Daniel. that to him. Daniel Day Kim, uh, the last thing he tweeted was, from the Babylon 5 universe to lost. Thank you, Mira Furland. Rest in peace. Aw. Rip. Don't think um, he ever met her. Oh, anyway, Jin, so um, uh, Jin's uh, son gets taken to the uh, the, the room. Uh, who, who are you banging on the door? There he is. There's Australia's own Charles Widmore rocks up. Uh, he actually hasn't been in anything recently. This is a guy that's in everything. I, I don't think I've seen Alan Dale. <laughs> Why is it in manifest? Is Alan Dale dead? Um, probably <laughs> by the time this gets released, he's got to be getting on a bit. Um, I and just, like if, if a ticket agent told me, like, ma'am, come this way, I'd be a bit more resistant to... Well, it's, it's like you got to think about the process, right? Because we see her at the ticket counter to being in a room, right? Like that woman, it's not just like a... Looks at the passport. Oh, just one moment, man. Picks up the phone. Yeah, she's here. She's literally like, can you just wait there? I need to go get someone. I'd be like, what? Like, do a runner. <laughs> Fucking leave. Like, don't just yeah. stand there. Nowadays, they're bringing her in. And, did you Did you have your, uh, did you take your coronavirus test? <laughs> You're not wearing a mask. Is your name Ev- Evangeline <laughs> Lilly? Get to a room. <laughs> I'm not going into a room. Wear a mask, You're Karen. Bad. You're banned from Oceania 815 forever. <laughs> um, remember so, yes. airports. Oh, remember planes. Remember, It's been nearly a year now since I've been on a plane. What's going on? When was the last time you well, left the country? <laughs> oh, God, I'm trapped here. I might as well go and visit Yunjin. I'm in here. <laughs> you can go to North can't Korea, can't you? It's on the same... <laughs> They've got no coronavirus cases in North Korea, remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've not had one. <laughs> completely COVID-free. Um, Widmore's there, like, girl, don't threaten me. <laughs> I just love the way he starts. It's like, no one makes a fool out of me in front of my colleagues. <laughs> like, this is what he's basically, Aww. like, he's that, his pride, he's that hurt. His it's ego Widmore. is that hurt. This is Felix hurt. But the thing that like, you talk about badass son, like, I love her in this scene. She's just staring yeah. at him and it's just like, understood. <laughs> Just like, We're going to get some great sun stuff in season oh, five. She's great. But then she basically says, we've got common interests. We both want to kill. And I love how she says Benjamin Linus. Like, I'm not going to try and impersonate her accent, but just there's something about her accent saying Benjamin Linus, which I don't know if it's sexy or it just sounds really cool. Like it's just Can we just say like her English? Because like obviously we know she's Korean, but before I lived in Korea, I guess I didn't really think about her being actually korean because daniel day kim is american right mm-hmm. she is korean and i work with english teachers who are korean who have 
worst English, like her accent, pronunciation, and everything. The fact that she can act this good in English mm. is just really astounds me. Yeah, I agree. And she's like, I mean, I'm with you. I didn't know. I don't think I knew that she didn't speak English properly or whatever before I started doing this with you. Um, and I, I mean, I knew who Daniel Day Kim was because he'd been in like 24 and he'd been in some other things. Um, so I'd heard him speak with that American accent. So yeah, it's having it's, said that, having taught uh, English to Korean people over three years, no way she would be this good. <laughs> <laughs> she's a very she's that strong, right? She can she can go for it. Got to be same. Unfortunately, can't be said for uh, Emily De Ravens, uh Australian, like her accent and just her English. <laughs> you know, not yeah, great. It's terrible. <laughs> her English, My baby. <laughs> My squirrel baby. Um, I think I jumped ahead before because we got the scene then of uh, Ben and uh, Jack seeing that Hurley is wanted for murder, basically. I love... Can I just say, I watched this episode, I want to see, like, a buddy cop show of Hurley and Saeed. Like, I just love oh, next this. Next week, we're going to get a lot of that. Oh, I just Look love them in the that. car. Um, Saeed yeah, coming in so with great. some food. and It's called Burger. the Rainbow... <laughs> Rainbow Drive-In I'm seeing here. It's got its own Lost Lostpedia page. Of course it does. Oh, no uh, theories. Actual location, maybe 3308 Kanina Avenue in Honolulu. So there you go. We can go there next time we're in Honolulu. Um, and I love it. I just love random Hurley going, you want a fry? And so I just kind of looks at him. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't strike me as a fast food kind of guy. It's like... He's very like, it's like, you know, if like, I mean, I'm sure when you went to Korea, like there were some foods where you're like, you eat that, but now you probably eat that like every day. Um, like he's come to America and he's just basically like, you eat French fries. Like this isn't <laughs> whatever they eat in Iraq, you know. It's but like, like at some point he's going to have to eat. So when, yeah. what, what is Saeed getting for dinner? Well, we're about to see his hotel room. No, he's got like a dishwasher. <laughs> he's done the dishes. He's clearly a clean and, man. He's, and he's, he does like, not know how to stack knives. <laughs> well, that's why he stacks them that way. You never clearly, know. Clearly, he, he, clearly he's a single guy in his <laughs> mid-30s because he does not know. I, I love this scene there's just something about this scene where basically they rock up to Saeed's hotel room within two seconds the door opens it's like punch punch dead <laughs> and Saeed gets shot with a dart and he kills a guy with a dishwasher meanwhile Hurley's eating his That's burger so picks his gun up like why do you pick a gun up because of course you're going to be like standing over a railing looking down at the body camera phone click um yeah, this whole scene is great. From the comedy of these two, to the actually really impressive action sequence. Oh yeah, like it's it's full on. It's very like Bourne esque. Like it's very violent. It's very in your face. We also get the comment where basically Saeed says like, "Oh, I've been working with Ben. I love Hurley. Uh, oh, he's one of the good guys now." Uh, it's like if he ever calls you, don't do anything. Do the exact opposite. Um, so basically, Hurley's already wanted for murder. Somebody's taking a picture of him with a gun and another guy dead. <laughs> Hurley and Saeed run away. Uh, if this was now, this would be on TikTok already. Oh, yeah, God, yes. It'd be like a boomerang. <laughs> you know. It'd be on daily, daily deaths. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, I've just, da- daily deaths. I've, I've just Googled, by the way, which is the uh, correct way to stack knives. And uh, <laughs> I've got here, Gonzalez recommends always consulting your dishwasher manual first, <laughs> but says, in general, put your spoons up. Forks up and knives facing down so you don't cut yourself. Am I wrong that I put my knife, like I put sharp knives, like steak knives facing down because you can't get the handle in the little slot, but 
like metal. You like, have a form. dishwasher? Hey, I do. Uh, like this, this, here in Canada, spoiler alert for people who don't know, I've moved to Canada since we've I've, I've changed countries. Um, this is the third place I've lived in my life with a dishwasher. It's the first time I've ever used one. Like I lit, I had a dishwasher in my place in Tasmania. We used it like once. We had a dishwasher in our place in New Zealand. It we used it once and it made a bad smell. So we're like, okay, we're never using that again. And here, yeah, sure, it was the dishwasher. It was. Yeah, <laughs> that was the last actress who played my previous fiance. Um, <laughs> and here. We used it one because our place got like, it was brand newly renovated before we moved in. So it was like a brand new dishwasher. And now we use it all the time. So yeah, fancy so pants. I'll keep that in mind when I'm at your house and some guys barge in and we need to do it. throw yep. them on. We're on the third floor. Good luck finding us. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder what uh, Saeed was cooking because he used a lot of steak knives. He did. Maybe, do you think he's a, what sort of steak do you think he likes? Is he a medium rare Ooh, man? We, we do know he was a chef for a short yeah, time. Yeah, he was. So that makes sense. I just, I just like this, this. I want to see the deleted scene of Saeed stacking the dishwasher. <laughs> Hang on a minute, Hugo. I need to, One. I need to make sure my dishes are clean before we go out and get fast food. Uh, this is why he's so snobby about the fries because he was a chef in Paris. Exactly. These aren't French fries. You can't call these French <laughs> these fries. Are, in France, we do not have deep fries. You, you know how like, you can't call champagne champagne unless it's from like, the champagne region? Like, <laughs> these are not French fries. <laughs> these are American fries. Do you, do you remember <laughs> when um, I think it was around Iraq, the Iraq War? And basically, uh, France was like, no, we're not going to help you, America. So everyone in America was like, fuck you, France. And they wanted to rename French fries Freedom Fries. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything French. Uh, I feel like The Simpsons did something about that. Yeah. Uh, Can we just say, like, Lost, this is set in 2007. If this was, like, 2017, (laughs) Saeed wouldn't have been allowed in the country. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, we shouldn't laugh, but it's true. <laughs> no, we shouldn't laugh, but it is true. Now in 2021, he would be, though, thanks to uh, some yeah. new president. Gummy jo- gu- thanks to Gummy Joe. <laughs> Can we call him old Gummy Joe, President old Gummy Joe Biden? There he is. But, but, but yeah, it's like, I need to get to Hurley. Sorry. <laughs> He'll be in the airport. Sorry, sir. Can you come with us? Uh, yes. We're not letting Muslims into the country. And then Trump's in there. It's not. It's not Widmore. It's Trump. Get out I of our see, country. I could see Trump pulling Sun into a meeting because she like <laughs> broke his fragile ego. Can Can you see that? That's true. Sun, <laughs> get out. Um, Sun, I, I don't th- like how you embarrassed me in front of Ivanka. <laughs> Is it wrong to say that Ivanka's hot? Yes, that's right. No, I, I mean, I know who she is, but I still think she's attractive. No? So okay. He. Uh, so is he? Donald Trump? Yeah, Donald Trump's hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like on Lostpedia how they have, they don't have a separate page for each of the intruders. You just have safe house intruders. <laughs> safe house intruders were two men working for an unknown faction. Sounds like a boy band. It does. Hi, <laughs> we're safe house intruders. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 where no, no theories. I want theory. Do they have names or they're just the intruders? No, it's just it's two. Uh, it just says safe house two men. They were played by Eddie Yancic and Brent Fletcher. Oh. The esteemed the Brent Fletcher. Afterward, after the death of the intruders, Hurley was photographed holding Saeed's gun and misinterpreted as a killer by the pedestrians who found the body of the intruder. Is there a page for the guy with the flip phone? Uh, maybe 
Um, interpreted first. No, there isn't. Sadly, photographed holding Saeed's gun. There is not a page for man holding, what is that, like a Motorola Razor V3 <laughs> or something? Man holding Nokia. Uh, do you remember he's, the he's quick on the uptake with the photo, though. Uh, like, yeah, like, those, but the those phones did not have like instant camera. Well, that's the thing though. Like, actually, you, that's a good point because cameras back then were shit. They were like the VGA yeah. cameras, right? They were like two megapixels. They wouldn't yeah. have, like you wouldn't have been able to make out. You would have seen a blob <laughs> on top of a thing. Like you couldn't see yeah. that he had a especially gun. the way he quickly flipped it out and took the photo from way down. <laughs> I also love the guys in the car park. He's got a gun. Run! Like you just like. There's a group of people there. They arrived pretty quickly. Surely they were already in the car park and saw him fall over. There was no gunshot. Who are they? Are they like patrons of the motel? The or? Rainbow Motel or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, I don't know. Although that's just every day in America, isn't it? He's got a gun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like in Australia, right? Like you just think every step you take, there's going to be like a spider killing in America. <laughs> gun. Seriously, the first gun. time I went to America, I legitimately wondered how many people near me had a gun. So, you know, you think about it. Is that racist? And you think about that. I think about how many uh, people stack their knives upwards. <laughs> Really bothered by that. If it wasn't, so like, <laughs> think about it. No, no. If he had stacked them correctly, all he would have gotten was a bruised back. Yeah, from the spoons. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> but in all seriousness, right? Let's just let's just go into this and think about it. This guy, right, who dies at one point in his life, he's gone down a bad path. He's become a henchman, right? But let's <laughs> let's see it from that angle, right? Like he's woken up that morning. He's gotten like a text in his phone. Go to Hotel C, room A, B. There's a guy there. Once he arrives, kill him. Okay, I'll be there at 7 o'clock. So he's like probably kissed his wife goodbye, gone down in the corner store, got a newspaper, read the news, you know. Went, went a, got some French fries. Got some French fries. and go, Oh, dip, dip. Okay, cool. Picks up Jim, his other fellow henchman. Hey, you doing, Jim? I'm I'm Frank. Good to see you working for Henchman's <laughs> RS. Great. Sweet. What are we doing tonight? We'll just wait in his hotel room. Sweet. Cool. They're sitting there. They're getting to know each other, learning about life. Poor old Jim gets thrown off the building. He's in the action. Like, if he goes into the henchman, he's going to think, like, I'm going to get thrown off a building. I'm going to get shot. Like, I'm going to go out, like, all guns <laughs> blazing. He gets killed by a dishwasher, a knife in a dishwasher. Like, come on. Yeah. He needs a better death than that. A badly stacked dishwasher. Is, do you think this is, like, the, the most randomest, worst death in all of Lost? Getting killed <laughs> by a badly stacked dishwasher? Do you think when Whitmore said that you embarrassed me in front of my men, it was these two? <laughs> yeah. Uh, always embarrassing. Um, I want. I want to. I want to find more about this actor. Like, get him on the show. He's probably like <laughs> random henchman in every show he's been on. Like, of all the way you've been killed, he like, is a, a real henchman. He, exactly. He's typecast, right? Like, <laughs> we talk about Grant Bowler last season, and I remember when I interviewed Grant Bowler like a decade ago. We talked a lot about because he di- everything I'd watched him in Grant Bowler basically dies. So like he's kind of like the Sean Bean of Australian television. This random henchman, like of all the ways he's died, oh, getting killed by a badly stacked dishwasher no, was my worst. So bring back Grant Bowler. He's actually a stuntman. He's not a real actor. Eddie Yancic. Oh, oh so. he is a real actor. Don't <laughs> sorry to stuntman listening to this. Show. <laughs> He's a stuff. He's not a real life. <laughs> You're all gonna come to my house and jump on me. <laughs> oh, so you sound like you would enjoy it, the way you I said will. that. <laughs> if, it was, 
If it was Eddie Yancic, I wouldn't say no. They're all going to come to my house and jump on me. Hey, your TV's Eddie Yancic. <laughs> We've got a dishwasher. Do you think that we are the only podcast in the history of podcasts who talk about Eddie Yancic? I reckon we are. We definitely are. Yeah. Eddie Yancic Oz coming soon to the office. Bring back Eddie Yancic. <laughs> He's got an IMDb profile. What other shows has he been a stuntman in? Let's what what else has he not acted in? Uh, he's been, he did stunts in Tenet. He's still working. The Lovebird. Oh, Tenet. Spider-Man Far From Home, Green Book, and Man and the Wasp. He might have been eventually the stuntman. <laughs> oh, he, he, he was the stuntman from The Wasp. Black Panther? Probably Ooh. like miscast in that one. Um, oh, Paul <laughs> Blood, Mall Cop 2. <laughs> That's where I recognise him There he from. is. Jack and Jill, <laughs> Pizza Man. Oh, this guy's done everything. <laughs> you know there are some of those actors that's just been in everything. Like, yeah. That's Eddie Yancic. He did stunts for the practice? Isn't that a show about, like, lawyers? What stunts are in the practice? <laughs> Yell at that lawyer. Get a stunt man. He was in Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, God, he's been in everything. The Truth About Cats and Dogs, your favourite movie. <laughs> I knew that I recognised his face. Oh, God. Uh, he played oh, the dog. I just watched Pleasantville the other night. That's a great movie. Um, oh, he, he really has been in everything. He really has. I reckon we could probably get him on the show. Um, anyway, uh, I, I like the... I mean, again, it's a bit confusing. You don't know what's happening, but... Um, I love the Hurley and Saeed stuff. It's great. I love Ben in this episode. Yeah. All jokes aside, Jack's great in this episode. Um, mm. Karen's good. <laughs> that's is. the worst thing Karen and, Ar- Karen, Karen and Aaron I haven't forgotten about this Your Kate hate There it is again <laughs> Kate hate and Karen and Aaron Karen and Aaron and Kate hate And of course Badass Son And a Widmore oh, appearance all right, like it's, it's all solid stuff There's nothing bad here That's the thing with this premiere is Season 3 they talked about how oh, We only had Jack and Kate and Sawyer in the cages And everyone was worried about the viewers were saying, oh, but where's Sun? Where's Saeed? Blah, blah, blah. This one, we really get uh, something for everyone. Every person gets a line or a scene, except for Jim. Or, or Boone. Or Boone, but <laughs> Boone's Ethan's even in this freaking episode. Like, this episode really covers so much over 42 minutes. Pretty yeah. crazy. It's, um, I mean, it's not going to go down as the best premiere, but, I mean, it's, no. it's, not, it's not the worst either. So, um. Yeah, I don't know if you've got anything else to, to add. I can maybe go through some of the trivia or things like that. Um, I forget no, what we do here. One episode. Yeah. Um, trivia. A green ceramic alien head is visible under the stereo on the shelf as Pierre Chang walks into the barracks reception room and films the Ooh, orientation. Alien. Ooh, okay. Um, the clock in the airport security holding room reads 9.22 p.m., which is the date of the Oceanic 815 crash, 9.22. Um... The scene from the opening of the episode was seen from a different perspective in The Variable. The scene from Richard treating Locke's wound was seen in a different perspective in Follow the Leader. Cool. Um, this one's kind of cool. When Desmond and Daniel are talking and the flash is just about to happen, Desmond seems to notice the noise and bright sky right before the time shift. The other non-survivors this episode, Ethan and Richard, didn't seem to notice anything. Desmond most likely can see here the flash because he is special. Ooh. Ooh. Special. Um, and there's production notes, bloopers and continuity errors. 
Yeah, we'll be here all day if we go through all that. Um, do we do Byron a thing at first, or do we go through our questions and theory? I think we do our questions and answers, don't we? What questions do we have, Noah? I mean, we could talk about Faraday, but I almost feel like it's inadvertently answered. Mm. Like, why is he in the 70s? But it almost is answered in the episode because they're time traveling. Um and we don't ask why they're time traveling. We kind of get the answer. We get the answer, don't we? Because he talks about the shift thing. Right? Yeah, if yeah. we're going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> why uh, is Kate wearing a mask? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did the train? Uh, <laughs> what was it? Choo choo. Choo choo. It's in the train or whatever. It's like, yes, it's in the train. Um, <laughs> yeah, shut up. I'm posting on my blog. <laughs> Don't wear a mask. <laughs> mummy, mummy, the train. Shut up. You're not even mine. Mommy. Slap. Knock at the door. Did you just say the baby mommy. wasn't yours? I didn't say that. Go away. I'm dying, mummy. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry, um, I have no shame of bagging out anti mask. Poor anti vaxxers. Poor baby. This baby, okay, so this baby, this was what, 2009? So say this kid is like three. That kid's like. 14 now. Yeah, and how old was he when the last Bond film came out? I don't know. <laughs> Four. So the actor is William Blanchett. I don't have any relation he, to He's Kate 14. <laughs> well, he's blonde. Hasn't acted since Lost, so... <laughs> oh, come on, William. Only by... So clearly this kid didn't want to act. Like, Mummy and Daddy took him along to an audition. He's Kate and... 14. Kate and other thing. Poor little... William. I would say... Too early to get him on the show, but also probably when you started talking to me, I was about 14, so you go for it. <laughs> well, I was actually going to say our lawyers have told us that we can't talk to anyone under the age of 18 while I'm on it. So, um, <laughs> so I have to do that interview. Yeah, you have to do the interview. With you on it, fine. Uh, me on it, no, can't do it. Those two um, guys are going to knock on your door. <laughs> we need a blood sample. I'll get the <laughs> sheriff. Get it. Mallory, we're going on vacation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting on the TV. Oh, look, Ben, the choo-choo. That's literally how Mallory watches TV. Look, Ben, the plane crash. Okay. Yes, Mallory, Okay, okay Goober. Okay, Goober. <laughs> um, I don't think we have any questions, do we? No? Uh, there's a lot of little things, but they're all stuff that's like next episode and whatnot. Going through the uh, questions here, uh, the answers, the baby Kate crying sound is coming to Aaron. I remember that. <laughs> Probably gone now from Lost Beauty. How did Locke die? The baby. <laughs> I've written the same one. Why is Richard visiting Locke? Uh, I swear every time I look at this, we literally go, oh, we've answered that like five episodes ago. Um, yeah, maybe we'll check it in a few episodes. Who is a mysterious woman who likes chestnuts? <laughs> Season three, episode nine. What the hell happened here? Uh, why isn't Nathan feeling on in movies? <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched The Rookie yet, Noah, with Nathan Fillion as a star? No. Neither has anyone else. <laughs> Watching Manifest. Um, yeah, we're too busy with Manifest. I'm going to buy this episode, Noah Groves. Um, yeah, I was tossing up between rent and buy, but I think us talking about it has sold me. I think it, so I'm going to buy it too. I think. Not the best premiere, but it really lays the seeds for this episode and there's just so much going on and everyone gets such a great scene for this episode. So 
yeah, it's not the it's probably the least memorable of all the premieres, but yeah, I think it's a buy. Uh, I'm I'm in on because you left. I don't think that um, there's really anything bad with this episode as such. So no, yeah. it's, just, it's not a classic. But I'm going there's to a lot ra- of in terms of rankings. You're going to laugh at me here, so I'm going to put this as the second lowest ever buy, uh, which means it comes in at forty seventh. Forty seventh Noah grows. Um, do you want to know what this comes ahead of and below? Oh, I don't think I do me. <laughs> it just Go beats. On, tell me. It just beats. I do, which. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but it's just below hearts and minds. <laughs> oh my God! Oh God! I want to double buy this episode after that. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you remember my great rankings, Noah? Uh, yeah, I do not. You do do. <laughs> Please listen to the best of Double or Seven that hasn't been released yet. Um, <laughs> we don't have best ofs apparently. Uh, what's happening next week, Noah? With our next episode, maybe next week or next decade. I don't know when yeah. we'll be back. Five years. Five years time. Uh, next week uh, we are the talking. Lie. About- Lie? Yeah. Oh, the lie. Oh, right. Okay. I can read. Um, Tell us about the lie. What? What? I I don't know if I remember the lie enough to talk about it. Uh, Well, if you like uh, Hurley and Zai together, uh, you're going to get a ton of that. Um, If you love Hurley's mum, you're going to get a ton of that. If you love Hurley's dad, you're going to get some of that. Uh, if you love Hurley telling his mum the entire plot of Lost in the episode, you're going to get that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would say The Lie and this episode actually aired back-to-back on the same night as a double premiere, and it really does kind of serve as part two of this premiere in some ways. But, yeah, The Lie is a lot of fun. We, we love Hurley, and I think... You're going to like this episode. And is this... Um, so I'm just scrolling through here the um, the Lost Peter episode, so I do remember some parts. So we, I think we get Anna Lucia comes back in this episode from memory, just looking at the picture here. Mm. And is this the one where Hurley wears the big T-shirt of like, I love <laughs> yeah, my... That, yeah, that's the line. <laughs> yes. Because I'm seeing a picture of the T-shirt here. I'm like, is this the one? Is it like, I love I my love dog or something like that? My um... chihuahua. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, the, the clerk who says, "Do you heart them?" <laughs> but we'll get to that next. Time. So, as we said, might be next week, might be next month, might be next year, yeah. might be next millennium. Trump will be know. back by the time the lies are. Exactly, Trump will have not been impeached, and uh, there we go. He's back for a fifth term because he's changed the rules. <laughs> um, you changed the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, we're actually uh, very glad that we are back. It's been a long time, yeah. but uh, it's been fun. So we are glad to be back, and uh, you'll hear about the like and subscribe many, many times soon. Uh, I'm just going to close out by saying, my name is Ben, and shut it, Ginger, or you'll get one too. <laughs> I knew you would go for that one. Um and my, my name's Noah, and I am the ghost of uh, Future's past. So. 
see you next week. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast hosts in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made.